on the clock. It's over. It's over. Chiefs fans, this is the Sports Radio 810 WHB postgame show. The Chiefs have won. The Chiefs have won Super Bowl 57. If you want Chiefs, follow the leader. Sports Radio 810 WHB. Good evening, Kansas City, and welcome into this. What do we call this officially, Dylan? I'm Todd Lebo in for Josh Briscoe. It's the Josh Briscoe Show is what it is. It's the Chiefs postgame show following a, a crazy Thanksgiving weekend of football that's still going on and crazy in Philadelphia right now with Philadelphia coming back against Buffalo, and they're leading now in the fourth quarter. But the Chiefs got a big win, 31-17 on the road. We're going to do the normal things we do for you when Briscoe's here. We're going to have highlights. We're going to take phone calls. We're going to talk to Matt Derrick from Chiefs Digest. We're going to have a great time with you for the next, oh, I don't know, couple of hours. I will also let you know that if things are going well in the Sporting Kansas City game, they're playing Houston right now. They just got underway in the Western Conference semifinal down in Houston. We'll bring you that game. It's on ESPN Kansas City right now, but we'll bring you over to it as well. Um, we get in the second half. we got got highlights, all that stuff. But what we're going to talk about now is this Chiefs game. And I don't know what you guys do during Chiefs games with your friends, how many text strings you're on, what your life is like during a Chiefs game. But I'll tell you this. I'm not going to go back and read the text from my friends, but it was like things like Veach screwed us, the wide receiver room is terrible, whole things falling apart, rebuild year. I mean, it was people were apoplectic in the first 20 minutes of this game today. Now, listen, it started bad. I mean, it was bad. The Raiders had three third-down conversions on the drive to start the game, went right down the field. Aiden O'Connell, by the way, if you're not familiar, the quarterback from Purdue, who's 25 years old. He's a rookie, one of those guys who played for five or six years in college. He started, and this is not someone you'd expect to have success against one of the – Best defenses in the National Football League. But he was sharp. They were solid. They got it done. The Chiefs script on offense, three of the last four weeks has been garbage. Denver game, three and out. Dolphins game, beautiful, right? Right down the field and scored. Welcome to Germany, blah, blah, blah. Philly game last week, three and out. Second drive was good. This game here, how about 11-yard pass completion Minus to start the game. Three and out. Trash. I mean, it was not pretty. You blink, slow blinks, because this wasn't real fast. This was not some fast-moving Raiders offense that get, got the job done. But they're up 14 nothing, man. 14 nothing, And my friends and family think the season's over. And I'm like, I know Tyreek Hill's not walking through that door, Okay. I know that. But this team was literally down 24 to nothing in a playoff game and won it by three scores. You got to just relax sometimes. I love the fact that we can communicate so freely with our friends. We can we can have them text us. You can freely communicate with people you don't care for on Twitter. You can do that too. You can see all of the meltdown happen. But, I mean, just take a breath on these things, man. Just relax a little bit. Chiefs came back, scored twice before the break. And then the good news was 
they scored second half points. You know, it had been three games since they'd scored any points in the second half. So that was impressive for the Chiefs to get that done as well. Ends up being a really nice day for Patrick Mahomes. As we said, ugly early, but he threw for 298 yards, two touchdowns, had one touchdown, probably could would have been a touchdown. The play where Isaiah Pacheco looked like he had reached the ball across the line as his knee was going down. They did not replay it. They scored on the next play. But as many times as Patrick Mahomes has gotten credit for a touchdown when he tossed the ball one foot forward on a jet sweep, it's okay that he didn't get that one. But he had a quarterback rating of 122. Two touchdowns, as I said, almost 300 yards. Isaiah Pacheco ran it 15 times. Two scores. Uh, just 55 yards there. There's no Jarek McKinnon. No Kadarius Tony, no Nicole Hardman. And I think in the end, it's actually probably a pretty good thing. We've been waiting for Rasheed Rice to get more targets, 10 targets, caught eight, might have dropped two. They weren't, you know, wasn't all that pretty. But he had a, hey, this might be a dude who could be a real player in this league touchdown on the long play where he ran a similar play to pick up a first down in the first half, but then just absolutely turned a corner and went and scored. Very nice to see there. Um, Chiefs came out in the second half, went down the field and scored, and it felt to me like the game was over at that point. I know the Raiders did get a stop later, and it ended up being just a one-score game for maybe longer than you wanted, but then they got stuck going for fourth downs and all that, and Chiefs win the game. All is fine. For the people who were like maybe busy and didn't watch the first quarter of the game and you just turn it on at halftime, you're like, oh, it's 14-14. You probably had a more enjoyable time than the people who watched the beginning of it because it was ugly. It was ugly and people were mad. What's going on? Who's telling what, who's, who's keeping Andy in check? Why can't these guys catch the ball? What about this defense? Just take a breath, man. It's okay. It's all okay. They won the game. They won it by two scores. And, um, you know, we'll see what happens with these guys and their health. I mean, Hardman had to get put on IR, but you don't think this other stuff's big stuff on the other guys. So it, it's good enough. So we will hear from Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes and players uh, on post-game podium during this show. We will take your phone calls. We will hear highlights, and we will have a good time. Hopefully everyone had a happy Thanksgiving. I don't know how long Briscoe talks here, but I'm going to go straight to the phones because these people are waiting. I've told you what I think. I think it's time to take a breath, relax. Calm down and just understand that these games are 60-minute games. And there was a lot of frustration at the end of last week because the Chiefs didn't score in the second half. And there was some frustration earlier this week that spilled over. But it's the Raiders. They're fighting harder. They're playing better. But they're not ready with that quarterback to beat this team. they got some wasted weapons with that dude. I mean, I'm not going to lie. It'd be pretty nice to flip a couple of jerseys. In the wide receiver bit. But we'll see. Let's take phone calls, though, because I got five people jammed on here ready to go, and let's get you guys talking early and get after it. Gary, you're up first. How you doing today, Gary? Well, after watching that game today, well, first off, hope you had a happy Thanksgiving, too, Ty. I hope you did, too. I did. Thank you. Um, looking at the game today, the biggest positive for me watching that game today, there were no turnovers. We didn't turn the ball over. And when you don't turn the ball over, it's amazing how – how much better it is going through a ball game where you don't have to worry about getting the defense back there out in the field hurriedly, your quarterback lobbing a ball or your somebody fumbling a ball or dropping. Yeah, there were some drafts today, but it was also nice to see Rasheed Rice used on something other than a bubble screen for once. And uh, 
Lastly, let's congratulate Jawan Taylor on penalties number 13 and 14, <laughs> drive killers again. Um, but, you know, not a lot, but my, my biggest takeaway from today and the thing that I'm happiest about, they did not turn the ball over. Yeah, I'll good hang point. up on this thing. Great show. Thanks, buddy. Yeah, it, it, it's been important. They didn't turn the ball over. It wasn't sharp all the time. They had some drops. They had some miscues. They had some overthrows. They had some things that weren't great. They did have the penalties. Taylor had a couple. Donovan Smith went out of the game for uh, uh, three plays, it looked like, four plays. Wanya Morris came in, did a nice enough job there. They they survived. I've been telling people this for seven years since Patrick Mahomes is the quarterback. You're in a good spot with him. You have to enjoy these games. Um, they're going to win way more than they lose. Last week stunk. A lot of people spent a lot of money to go out to Arrowhead, watch that game in the rain, and they lost. And it wasn't pretty. And they didn't score in the second half. And they dropped five balls and all that stuff. But you got to... Take it all in in pieces as they go. This was a good building step, I believe, for some of these young wide receivers. Sky Moore, I thought, had a decent day early catching the ball. And I think, you know, Rasheed Rice obviously had a great day. And they were able to kind of get things going. So it's fine. It's fine. Keep taking your calls, and we will go straight down the line. George is up. What's up, George? You're on the postgame show. Chiefs win 31-17. Hey, big man. Glad to have you aboard. And Josh gets no slack. He covered Thursday. He should be here tonight. Too bad. He should be. Yeah, we let, him, we let him have some days off. It's all right. Yeah, well, you know, he's a newlywed. What can we do? Yeah. You know, we, it's not like we didn't give enough time for his wedding. My gosh. He was gone oh, for yeah. a Oh, yeah. You know, that. hey, she's pretty and all, but hey, work is work. <laughs> Come on. Yeah. All right. We'll give him a day. So, uh, I'm he stole, you know, you're, Gary stole a little bit of my thunder because, yes, there's got to be some solution which I hope is he was let go for Jawan Taylor. I'm sorry. Uh, he's, he's more harm than good. Uh, he's, a, he's a good player, but if all you're going to do is stand there and cause penalties, we don't need well, him. Well, you can't let him go. That's a big cap hit on that. He's, he's got a big contract. I, I'm not arguing, but what, what's, the, what's the return on investment? So far, it's probably a minus, but it, I don't think he's it, – it, it, there have been worse, okay? We, we are li- having first-world problems here if you're a Chiefs fan. Everything else is so good. You've got one of the best quarterbacks that's ever played. You've got a, a great play caller. You've got one of the greatest tight ends of all time. And, you know, your right tackle. This is better than what we saw in the Super Bowl against the Bucks, though, right? I mean, well, but that's, that's my low-water point, okay? I, no, I agree with you. But, again, what were we dealing with? We were dealing with subpar players. That was, that was just low quality. Right. Okay, hey, this guy's high quality, but high mistakes. Yeah, and I, th- I do think there's a microscope on him, you know, and, and you have to be perfect all the time. You're playing left tackle. There are no, there's no, a right tackle. There's no mistakes. You mistake cost you. First drive last week, Hassan Reddick ran past him like he was standing still. You I, know, he got a hold. I mean, he's, they're, they're going to be spotlighted for sure. I, you know, most, most of the times when, they, when, when you're, you're given some penance on the practice field, it's, they make you run you know, penalty sprints back and forth for a while. I think this guy needs to just stand still for two hours and not move. <laughs> and everybody moves around him. So just to make sure that he doesn't start grabbing and holding and offsizing and whatever else he does. It's just statutory, you know, statutory statues. Is what I- <laughs> All right, George. Bet. All right, I'm out of here. We'll keep it going. We'll keep it going. All right, here we go. And we've got Butch up on the postgame show. Butch, what are your thoughts on this Thanksgiving weekend victory? Hey, gentlemen, gobble, gobble, how about those Chiefs, okay? I like it. I don't care. I'm not even going to listen to the haters today. I like it. Look, I was on Twitter panicking. 
Okay, I was I was I was going to convince myself. I talked myself into a loss. I had talked myself into a loss being a good thing for this team, so that they could wake up in the future, win their next several games, look like the team we thought they were going to look like, and go to the Super Bowl. But what they did after those two horrendous first drops, when they realized that the Raiders, I'll be super. You go back and watch this tape. I thought the Raiders were going to do more to put more bodies on Travis Kelsey. They didn't do that. And what did the Chiefs do? get a little bit of outside zone going. They build off a little bit of that run game that they had the last week. The energy and effort was there from these young, fantastic players that we've gotten through the draft. And they were the ones that took you, along with Travis Kelsey, to your biggest point output since week four. They're the ones that took you to that point where you need to be, where you can say, oh, yeah, this team can stand up to some of the other teams, because our expectations are different. We judge this roster by what they can do against Dallas, Buffalo, Philly, true Super Bowl contenders. And you saw it there. I know, I know Vegas isn't that, but you'll need that energy, that, that supply of, of will to want to come back and win games like this, just like you saw a few years ago against Houston in the playoffs, just like you saw last year you're the best offense in the league. Hold on to that. Bottle that. You're, that they can take that energy from those young guys and that production and turn it in to another AFC championship game at the very least. Savor the flavor on it, y'all. Got it. Good points, Butch. Appreciate it. I like the glass half full on this one today. I'm not going to be all that down about it. We know this. The Raiders are not going to be the caliber of team that they face in the divisional round of the playoffs or the championship game of the playoffs. They're certainly not the Super Bowl. Okay, They got some work to do. The good news is they have time. They have time. These receivers are learning. They're getting better, and they've just got to keep going. Rasheed Rice had a great day, but he had plenty to work on, plenty to work on because he had a couple of drops. But it's good stuff. I think this was a building day for the Chiefs, building day for the Chiefs. Rodney, you're on the postgame show. What's going on? Thank you for taking my call. Thanks for calling, uh, buddy. Now, first, I'm going to say I'm upset. I'm sad that Josh's not here, but I understand. Everybody needs a break every once in a while. I hear you. I catch him. I catch him in tomorrow. But um, I think you know, I was saying, uh, of course, I'm gonna find a way to rewatch this game. But I think this was Rasheed Rice taking command. This is his confidence game. I really feel like this is him. You know, it's one thing to just okay. I'm learning the offense. I'm getting used to the NFL. I'm getting the jitters out the way. Bring come true. Okay, now that's over with. Now it's to the point. Okay. I'm going to show my quarterback to trust in me. This is the route. This is the play that's called. I know a lot of people talk about, well, why, you know, well, why did Sky Moore run directly to the sideline? Well, that was the play call. <laughs> he's doing what he's told to do. But I, what I see from Rasheed Rice is I'm going to not tell my quarterback to trust him. I'm going to show you. I can show you better than I can tell you. Kelsey's getting triple teams. I'm going to make come right across my quarterback face to get me the ball. Okay, he had a couple of drops, but this is the tightest cover he ever had on. He had the defense had emphasis on him as if he was Devontae Adams. And he still got his first 100-yard game. Let's give a round of applause to that. I agree. I agree. He got he got 100. <laughs> Sky Moore had three targets, three catches. Noah Gray had a quietly nice day, right? Important catches in the middle of the field. Three catches for 30 right. yards. And so I sit back and say, for Rasheed Rice to get 100 yards, what's the last receiver to get 100 yards on the Jerry Smith and, uh, and Trent McDuffie? Let's wait on that. 
So getting 100 yards is not that easy. So I really think this is the time for Rasheed Rice to take this game and him staying at the hip of Mahomes and to convince people around him to say, no, I am the wide receiver one. I'm going to continue doing it day in and day out until I take that wide receiver one position. Because we know that position is up in the, is up in the air. Oh, yeah, you absolutely. Take opportunity to, to take it away. I wanted to hear your thoughts on that. I got it, Rodney. Thanks, bud. I, for sure. I mean, I think they just have to keep believing in these young players. We've talked about that a bunch over the last few years. Sometimes it's a detriment to believe in someone for too long, and they never get better. But, you know, I remember we were out there, I think Seren asked uh, Matt Nagy about that, because Nagy has been around Andy Reid forever, right? He played for him, and he's coached for him and all that. And he said, listen, I'll take the way he does it over the other way. You know, believe for too long. they got enough other players on this team. This isn't like they're trying to build a team to, to squeak into the wild card. They've got some space to believe in some guys. Now, it doesn't seem like that because this wide receiver core hasn't been what people want, not what they're used to. And last week was a bad week with the drops. I mean, people just have that stuck in their craw, okay? A couple drops this week, but I think the young players, I think Rasheed Rice on the 39-yard the touchdown, when he blasts through and scores, that looks like a guy, maybe not a number one like he's Tyreek Hill or something, but the Chiefs' number one, that's... That's good enough for me. You know what I mean? So um, good stuff there. Good stuff there. All right. So Josh does this uh, every week, so he'll be a little bit better at this. I may ask Dylan a couple of things. We're going to go to this Andy Reid bites now. No, we're not going to do that now. Okay. He's, he's there now. Okay. We will, we will get to Andy Reid soon enough. Let's take a couple more calls, and we'll take a break and get ready to go here. Kyle, you've been online long enough. What's your thoughts today, buddy? Hey, uh, thank you for taking my call, uh, call, Todd. I hope you've had a wonderful Thanksgiving with your family. I have. I hope you have, too. Uh, thank you. I did. It was awesome. Hey, a few quick points, Todd, I want to say, and I think you touched one base was Rashad Rice. I I, I want to see him in the on the field more, get more snaps more. I think it's time for him to be on the field more. Um. I, um, I think when we see the snap counts of this game, we're going to see more because, you know, they didn't have some of these other guys to rotate in. And maybe you know, we talked about this a bunch. They, they carried, what, eight wide receivers to start the year. How do you get them all work? You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. That's uh, exactly. And I don't know how you you can judge base from Kadarius, Tony, McCole, Hardman. I mean, they had their opportunities, but they I, – I don't I, – I hate to say it. I don't think I, – I don't think – I mean – we can use them when we need them to, but I think Rashad Rice needs to be in that on the field more than Kadarius Tony. I don't know if you agree with that. Oh, I'd not. absolutely agree with that. Kadarius Tony is like a gadget play type guy. Rashid Rice looks like a player. He is absolutely. So that's my first point. Second point I would like to make is once again our defense. <laughs> it's a defense, I think, championship, and I think I like I said this to Seren a couple weeks ago. I said that our defense will win. If we go to the Super Bowl, it would be because of our off. It would be because it would be it will be because of our defense, not our offense. I don't know if you agree with that, Todd, or not. But offense wins games, and defense wins championships. And I believe our defense wins the championship every game. They have won a championship every game for us this year. Well, they should so, have turned it around early. Thanks for the call, Kyle. I appreciate it, man. <laughs> Happy Thanksgiving to you. Uh, they definitely turned around. It was a rough start. I mean, you know, the, the, the third down conversions and then the 63-yard run by Jacobs, they, that was tough. That was a bad look. I mean, and that was when uh, 
Chief's Twitter was melting down. That was when my text group with all my friends, multiple text groups were melting down. All of that was happening at that exact moment. So it was tough for sure. I th- by the way, I'm, we're watching the Philadelphia Buffalo game. Buffalo's up by three. There's 35 seconds to go. And I think we just saw the exact same penalty called that Philadelphia was beneficiary of last week when Creed Humphrey squatted down. I believe they called a penalty on Philly for the same thing. This moved him back. They're going to be they're in field goal range, very edge of it. Those are five big yards, so something to look at there. Let's go one more, and then we're going to take a break. Probably, G, you are up on the post game show. Maybe you're there, G. Are you there? We'll go to Dan. Dan and KCK, are you there? Hey, Todd, how you doing? How you yeah, doing, buddy? Hey, doing great, Todd. It was a great win by Chiefs. That was a good bounce back game. Uh, Rashid Rice really stepped up 170 yards, and uh, how about Pacheco? Two, t- two touchdowns. The defense really started slow, but then Spagnola just figured it out. Just go out there, uh, O'Donnell, in the second half. So let's take care of the Packers next Sunday night. Have a great thing and uh, a nice Thanksgiving, Todd. How about you? Take care of yourself. All right. Had a great one. Had a great one. That was a, uh interesting one. Sunday Night Football is coming up next. Packers, you know, they, they can show a little spunk. They show a little bit of spunk. They're not bad. They beat the Chargers last week. Who beats the Chargers? I mean, like everybody. And then they just beat the Lions, right? Yeah, they're getting a little hotter. Like, that game's got a little more sauce than we first thought. All right, a little update right now. There's 30 seconds to go in Philadelphia. Buffalo's up three. Philly is on Buffalo's side. Maybe make a kick, maybe not. Sporting KC, 26th minute. It is 0-0. We are underway on the Chiefs postgame show. Let's listen to Isaiah Pacheco on his big day. He's at the podium right now. Uh, There's a lot of plays out there, kind of taking it play-by-play. But, yes, um, a great front over there on defense. And um, for us, it had to execute. uh, The O-linemen had to do the job. And for us, it's a strain and finish it. Came up and executed. Uh, just had to uh, keep listening to the leaders and play as each other. Um, absolutely. You have to know you have to get one yard, and that's the goal uh, for me. Get one yard. Uh, whatever happens after happens, but for me, it's one yard. Yes, uh, it's been said all week. Uh, play as each other. Uh, play it together. Um, we uh, we was doing that t- today. Uh, since yesterday, just building. Uh, coach says, let your personality shows, and that's what all it takes for us. Uh, just keep being one another. Uh, building one, uh, building off of one another's energy. For me, I'm bring it. So uh, I look forward to building off of one of my uh, other guys' energy as well. Yeah, I almost put that thing in the stands. I I find where I'm glad I did. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. Uh, It starts in practice, uh, day by day, uh, bringing the intensity. uh, Because when you're out there in the game, got guys flying around if you're not going as hard as you can that's when uh, you get hurt and things happen so my mindset is to go hard every day in practice so when we out there on the field and game days executing uh, at a high pace uh, to allow Pat to get his open 
Yes, uh, he's he's doing the little things, uh, staying in the building later, uh, just asking questions and um, just following the leaders. And that's what I did. And for me, just having that mindset uh, of, you know, you want to get better every day, that's what we need. Uh, we need guys like that. But she's definitely one of them. Thank you. That's Isaiah Pacheco. Scored a couple of touchdowns today. Nice day for the Chiefs. They come back and get that win 31-17 after being down 14 to nothing. That locker room report is brought to you by Twin Peaks. and cocktails served over ice balls. Local craft beers and handcrafted whiskey cocktails round out an adventurous drink menu, second to none. And don't forget about their 29-degree man-sized drafts at Twin Peaks. That's Isaiah Pacheco, brought to you by Twin Peaks. The other locker room report, it is 4th and 17. Philadelphia is going to maybe line up and try to kick a 59-yard field goal in the rain? In Philadelphia, to tie this up, we'll let you know what happens when we come back on the Chiefs postgame show. The third and five. Watson, Mahomes, underneath, Rice on the move. That's the sweet play of the game brought to you by Andy's Frozen Custard. Rasheed Rice with the long touchdown. Give a little breathing room to the Chiefs right there. The Santa Brownie Jack Hammers and Sundays are back at Andy's Frozen Custard. Each Santa Brownie Sunday Jack Hammer is a holiday miracle of frozen vanilla custard, chocolate brownies, and hot fudge down the middle now at Andy's Frozen Custard. So Jake Elliott kicked a 59-yard field goal in the rain that was good from at least four yards more probably. Absolute dagger. The Bills basically knelt it out. We're going to overtime. Bills win the toss. It's 31-all in Philadelphia. Absolute one of the best games you've watched all year long. Chiefs win 31-17. If these teams stuck uh, here on 31, we're going to have a tie. If there's nothing I hate more than anything, and when you're trying to figure uh, tie-breaking scenarios and stuff like that in the NFL, it's tie ball games. So let's not get a tie here. Can we get someone to win this game? We'll see. We'll see. The Eagles, uh, as I said, made that field goal, and then um, the Bills knelt it out. But they have the ball now, and I think Dylan left. But I don't know if the phone is up or not. I was going to take a phone call here from JT. We're going to see. I'm going to click the button, JT, and see if the phone is up. JT, are you there? I'm here, Todd. There you go. What's up? What are your thoughts on this game? Um. Well, my thoughts on that game are it's, uh, you know, surviving advance. Um, it looks like maybe a little bit of the receivers are coming around. And so kind of happy to see that slowly but surely. I'm, I'm a, it's a little too slow for my taste, but uh, hopefully it's there by the playoffs. Um, but I had another comment, and that is, could, could, could you put a hat on, please? Yeah, I'll put it on. Okay, because we're, we're, on, we're on the Twitch, and, and the glare is just... Ah! Open I'll get moment. my stocking cap. At my, I'll go get my stocking <laughs> cap. I don't need people watching me on Twitch. I told Dylan, if we do it, Briscoe does. Ugh. 
Yeah, he did. He did exactly what Briscoe does, and Briscoe responds to the Twitch comments. And there's a lot of clever comments there that you're missing. But uh, well, Dylan, anyway. I'm going to have him read all those to me. Okay, there's some good ones tonight. <laughs> actually, uh, I've had a couple chuckles here. So they're, they're on their game tonight. Do I need to get my hat and put it on for, in my office? No, no, no. If, if I'm if on. I'm if I am glaring and hurting people's eyes, that's not good. They love you. They wouldn't be messed. They wouldn't say that if they weren't. That's friends, true enough. True enough. Friendly. Thanks for the call, JT. Appreciate it. Thank you, guys. All right, JD, if you want to watch on Twitch, go ahead. And I'll get a hat. I got my stocking cap on my office. I'll take my hat off. How about that? Here's the deal. I'm going to go get the hat while Andy Reid is talking. We, let's listen to Andy Reid here with his opening comments after the Chiefs win 31-17 against the Las Vegas Raiders out in Sin City. All right. Um, we have a couple injuries, but nothing too serious right now. So Sky Moore uh, tweaked his net left knee. Um, Donovan Smith uh, came out for a little bit just with, with a stinger. And then um, Trey Smith just uh, hurt his foot at the, right at the end there. But he, all of them should be okay. Um, appreciate our fans and the support that they gave us today. They were, they were great. And, uh, we feel you. Um, and then, congratulations to the team for um, going. We, you know, we went down 14 points. It's a tough thing to come back on that, but our guys battled back, and I'm proud of them for that. Uh, defensively, we ended up uh, shutting them down for for three yards, or excuse me, for three points at the, um, in the second half. And offensively, we were able to get some points on the board. So um, those are all positives. Uh, Rasheed Rice had a Nice day with the eight receptions for over 100 yards. Uh, Pacheco, uh, those were the toughest 55 yards I've ever been around. He had 15 carries there, but he ran really hard. Kelsey was just under 100 yards um, and just continues to you know, be amazing at his age. And then Pat with a, had a beautiful day um, as it went on with uh, 298 yards uh, thrown. So a couple TDs, no turnovers. And then, like I said, defensively, our guys uh, just kind of put the hammer down when needed, uh, started off a little bit slow, and uh, guys just started making plays and, and really worked through their fundamentals. Again, compliments to the coaches for the job that they did. It's a, it's a tough thing to do to, to win a game like this uh, after a big Monday night game and then Thanksgiving. You know, you get that trip to fat hangover, so you got to work through that. All right, time's yours. All right, there's Andy Reid's opening comments following the game, uh, Raiders game. Chiefs win 31-17 after being down 14 nothing. I'll give you a little update on what else is going on. There's seven and a half minutes to go. The Bills are tied at 31 against the Eagles, and they are just across midfield. Sporting KC is losing one nothing right now. They just had a great opportunity this 40th minute of the first half. They're calling for a handball. They could be looking at this to see if Sporting is going to get a, a chance at a penalty kick because Houston's uh, goalkeeper came out and um, left the defenders back there on the end line to see if they get ready. I've gone to my office, and I put a hat on, so hopefully JT is not getting... Any glare off my head on Twitch? What else is happening on Twitch, Dylan, that I need to know? What are people well, saying about, about it me? as of now? Uh, they just didn't know if we knew they existed, and we, we do. Okay. We love them. I, I, I don't know how to read these because I, I guess I just opened Twitch, right, and I could probably look at them. I'm going to leave that to you to read a comment. Is there some something insightful you need to read to us? Uh, let me look. Let me look. Let me go back. There's some good stuff. Okay. All right. In the meantime, you want to hear the second chunk here from Coach Reed? 
Yes. All right, we have that ready. Let's listen to Andy Reid. More questions here from uh, the media out there in Las Vegas about the Chiefs' win over the Raiders. Yeah, yes. Um, I was proud of the guys for catching the ball the way they did. They they really did a nice job. I mean, this is the thing. I, I, we do all that in practice, and they just did a nice job with that. And then the penalties, we were able to cut down on those. Um, we still work in that in, in that area, and we'll, we'll continue to do that. But um, those unnecessary things, those things where you kind of shoot yourself in the foot, we we uh, eliminated. Yeah, no, it felt like we were moving the ball, uh, but you know, even down towards the end, you're down by 14 points. So you, or, or, excuse me, you're up by 14 points. So they're still within striking distance. You got to keep keep that hammer down. But yeah, I thought the guys um, did a nice job with it. Yeah, well, we went. You know, three second halves without scoring, so we needed to score. That was important. Uh, it was good the way we did it. Um, so I, Antonio Pierce has done a nice job with this. That's a tough situation that he's in, and I, I really respect uh, him as a coach and then the job that he's done. So. And Rashi seems to be really establishing himself. What what do you see beyond his physical attributes as why why that's been able to be the case? Yeah, he's a smart kid. You know. He's, Smart kid, and um, he works tremendously hard at, at his profession here. So he's got he's got the trust of the quarterback. That's Andy Reid talking about uh, trust there at the end. That's one of the things we've really been talking about a lot with these receivers. We keep hearing the things from the from the coaches and from Patrick Mahomes himself about building trust and having trust, and we're starting to maybe see it now, again. It's just the Raiders, but the Raiders have shown a lot of fight the past three weeks. They made the coaching change. They beat the Jets, they beat the Giants. Okay, those are bad teams. They fought their butt off against the Dolphins last week. The Dolphins coming off a bye, that offense that has been so good at many times this year, generally good against the bad teams too, right? The Dolphins haven't been awesome against the Chiefs, against Philly, against Buffalo, but they have really been good against the bad teams. And people, most people would say the Raiders are a bad team. And they fought real hard against the Dolphins. So this, I think when we look back, this will look like a much better win than uh, than people maybe would have thought a month and a half ago. A month and a half ago, for sure. All right, let's take one more phone call here, and let's go to Mark. Mark, you're on the postgame show. Hey, Todd. Thank you. Thank you, uh, buddy. First point is silly, but I loved it. We're down 7 nothing. It's first quarter. They've got a chip shot field goal. And our buddy, Kevin Harlan, because he's made 45 in a row from this distance, loved it. <laughs> Wide left. Put the jinx on him, didn't he? Yeah, but then to even things out, he did the same thing to Harrison Butker later. And I'm like, Kevin, what are you doing? Right, right. But um, I think this game was so huge, obviously because of the standings, playoffs, et cetera. But coming back when our offense has been so down and our defense looked horrible in the first half, and I think you've got to give kudos to their new coach. And those Raiders were fighting. And I hate to say it, but I admired it. I even admired Max Crosby coming with no practice, injured knee, flu, whatever, and he's a warrior. But our guys came through, 
they won the game, and I think this is pivotal. And uh, I'll shut up and listen. Thanks, buddy. Yeah, I think you're right. I think Antonio Pierce done a really nice job with the Raiders. He's got them doing the right thing. He's got them fighting hard. He's got them battling. And that's all you can hope for when you're an interim coach with a team that had a little higher hopes than than uh, what they've shown as they've gone through. Buffalo just kicked a field goal five minutes and 52 seconds ago. They're up 34-31. to 31. Philly's going to get the ball back if they kick a field goal. Overtime will continue as long as there's time. If they score a touchdown, it's over. It's almost halftime. Sporting KC, I think they had a pretty good gripe on this, whether it was a handball or not. Hit the Houston's defender in the box in his arm. It wasn't quite right down on his body. It wasn't all the way out like a chicken wing. I would have liked to have seen something called there, but they probably should have scored on that play regardless. Much more to come. We'll hear from Patrick Mahomes as we roll on, and we'll hear more phone calls. And we're going to talk to Matt Derrick next hour as the Chiefs postgame show rolls on after a 31-17 victory over the Raiders. Same play they ran Monday against the Eagles. Three-yard touchdown pass. Justin Watson. And the Chiefs an extra point away from tying the game. Right before halftime, Patrick Mahomes uh, scrambled around and found Justin Watson in the back of the end zone. That's your Mahomes magic moment. Brought to you by Champion Heating and Cooling. Keep your family warm this winter with their Champion Premium Furnace. By the way, it got freaking cold the past couple of days. Not a fan. Find your local champion dealer at championhomecomfort.com. And don't forget to ask about their free 10-year parts and labor warranty. Always leading, never compromising, championhomecomfort.com. You will want your champion furnace rocking and rolling. With this cold weather we had, the snow, not a fan. It's cold. Got to make sure your furnace is working. Okay, that was your Mahomes magic moment. And I see I've got the, tw- the Twitch up now, kids, all right? This say here, I'm old like Lebo. But I've learned to engage my audience in the medium of, the medium of their choosing. In Lebo's case, you have to call him. That's not true. Say something here. They're saying the last time anyone engaged was when Beards was the producer. We'll engage with you. And now that I'm looking at this thing, I'm responding. I have my hat on so I'm not shining with the head. It is first and 10, Philadelphia at the 28-yard line of Buffalo. Buffalo's up three. Uh, it's 34-31. There's 2.52 to go. This will be interesting to see if Philly uh, settles for the field goal if they get a long spot here, though. Oh, there goes Swift around the end. Oh, they're at the 12-yard line. This is going to be tight. Matt Derrick from Chiefs Digest joins us now on the postgame show. We have so much stuff going on right now, Matt. It's a lot of fun on a Sunday. Hope you had a great Thanksgiving, and thanks for joining us tonight on the postgame show. Uh, absolutely. I, I, was, I, did, I got a little bit warmer just hearing you talking about having a, a heater working, so. Yeah, and with my stocking cap on now because the Twitch people said I'm bald and my head was shining. So, oh my goodness, and the Eagles are going to win this one. Yeah, I think they probably are. They probably well, are. I, they, they just scored. Oh, they yeah, just scored. They See, you're ahead. You're on the. You're on the. You're on the antenna, and <laughs> we're on, on the Direct TV right. here. Yeah, you're at the TV station. You're down there with Mick, right? Oh, it's a Jalen Hurts quarterback right up the gut. That's going to be a 37-34 uh, win. We saw that play on Monday night. Yeah, we also, saw that. Also, also worked on Monday night. It worked then, too. That's a great game. That was an absolute thriller of a game. Look, Josh Allen's sad. That's the way it goes. All right, so tell me what your experience was, Matt. Uh, the people I was engaging with, um, I, not on Twitter. We know that Chiefs Twitter's bad. But my friends and family were ready to have a rebuild year next year. 
it's 14 nothing to the Raiders, and they're dying. I, I told them all just to take a breath. Take a breath here. But it was dark early for this team, wasn't it? It was, and, and I wasn't getting as much of the uh, gloom and doom about the Chiefs. I was mostly just getting it personally because I made the mistake of putting out there my, my prediction just before the game. Because I thought that this was going to be, you know, Chiefs defense just, you know, proves who it is. I thought that the offense was going to get itself fixed. And both those things were true after the Chiefs spotted them 14-point lead. Right, yeah. So just tune in at 4-15. It was all good, right? Yeah, I mean, I chose. I picked the Chiefs 24 to nothing. And, you know, and, and technically it was 31-7 after they spotted them the 14 points. So I feel like I was pretty close. Pretty uh, close. Just, just didn't know they were going to spot them 14 points. So I was mostly just taking it personally from everybody who thought that um, I was uh, drunk on gravy or <laughs> I, had, I had cursed the Chiefs. Well, that may have been true. You may have been drunk on gravy, but it, it was not pretty <laughs> early. Been. Let's talk about the bad first. And I think this was a little bit unfortunate here and there because, you know, listen, sometimes you're going to convert some third downs, and they converted three third downs on the first drive of the game, and they, they went down there and scored. Uh, th- what you'd like to see is the answer afterwards, but the script has not been good the past couple of weeks. The script has been three and out a couple of times. Those first two possessions, were, I think, were, really got people – upset because listen you don't mind giving points up but you just expect the Chiefs against the Raiders to go down and score and they didn't do that and you know it was kind of a repeat again of Monday night you know the the opening drive is pretty rough but then you know after that you know they kind of maybe got a little bit of the either the jitters or just I was a, I was a little bit surprised at how pro Raiders that crowd was um the Raiders apparently getting some fans in there but still Plenty of Chiefs fans in there, but it was loud kind of throughout, and including the Chiefs had the ball. Um, but, you know, they, once they got the you know first kind of couple of drives out of them, you know, they come in for that third drive, and then after that it was just like game on. I mean, this looked like the Chiefs' offense of old. And so, you know, they had to get maybe halfway through the script before they kind of figured things out a little bit. Certainly, I think some of it was just that they had some things that were designed to, I think, attack some things that the Raiders might have fixed in the last couple of weeks. And they were also some things designed, I think, to maybe take advantage of a team that wasn't as fired up as the Raiders were because they were just getting a lot of penetration. Um, clearly, the Chiefs were going to you know, run some screens tonight and, and do just a – a, a little bit of, you know, timing things, and, and the Raiders' defense seemed to just really disrupt things early. Um, once Chiefs kind of figured that out, made a couple of adjustments, it seemed like that was all it took because after that, I mean, three straight touchdown drives, you're not going to complain about that anytime. No, and they, you know, scored in the second half, which <laughs> that had been a, a puzzle for a little while with them. Let's talk about some of the other good stuff that happened as well. Rashi Rice had a really nice game, still had a drop or two, okay, but he looked to me, especially on the touchdown, the long play, where he ran the very similar route in the first half that just ended up being a first down, but a big first down because I don't think they had had a third down conversion yet at that point. But this next one, just kind of a little bit extra, little like a foot further ahead, a little bit more juice to it, and he took it around the corner and scored. And that's something we have not seen from a Chiefs young wide receiver, that type of play in quite a while. That one should have Chiefs fans excited about the future of Rashi Rice. Yeah, and I, I, I hesitate with the comparison because they are nothing alike in a lot of ways. But the last time I saw a, a, a Chiefs rookie receiver do something like that, it was Tyreek Hill. Right. And they are different. I mean, you know, sure, Tyreek Hill's speed is, is world class. It's a whole different category. She writes fast, but 
he's not as fast as, as Tyreek, but he is bigger and stronger than Tyreek. And you can see, you know, his ability to run through things, run through tackles. I mean, it, it, it's going to usually take more than one defensive back to get Rasheed Rice on the ground because he's just too big to, to get down one-on-one. So, you know, a lot of times it's going to have to be some gang tackles. But one of the things Chiefs, you know, said for, on draft night that they really liked about him, and I can't remember whether one of the scouts or, or Brett Veach himself just said, look, the guy runs like a running back. And he was. He was a high school running back who gets converted to receiver, and, and he still plays like that. He's got that mentality. And that catch was a great example. I mean, uh, he has got that that speed, at least the elusiveness and the size, just, you know, like I said, it's different than Tyreek, but he's got that ability to take a four-yard pass and turn it into a 39-yard touchdown. That's just his skill set. So uh, today the Chiefs took advantage of it. They were clearly trying to get him the ball a little bit in space. Uh, He got a few catches that were just a matter of him working his way through the progressions and finding space in the zones and, and just making himself available to the quarterback. That's what you got to do. And that's what, you know, anyone not named Travis Kelsey has had a hard time doing this season. But Reese Rice did a really good job of it today. Yeah, he really did. And as you mentioned, like it did, you know, they run all those kind of underneath routes still with Miami, but you did that a lot here in Kansas City with Tyreek Hill, and he had the ability to turn it and go up. They have not had someone doing that. When they have long touchdowns recently, it's been over the top. You know, you just beat somebody and you catch the ball. I mean, had that type of play. Also saw a couple of nice moves early from Sky Moore, making people miss. Haven't seen that a lot. He had three catches. I thought Noah Gray quietly made a couple of big plays as well, picking up first downs. Overall, I don't think you can complain too much about what we saw from the pass catchers today. Now, it's never perfect. There was a drop or two here or there, but this was as good as the wide receivers have played in a while. Yeah, it was. I mean, I, I think I'd probably only chalk up the one drop to, to Rice. That, there was the one where he was – was it was really a case of him trying to run without getting the football yet. And that's the one thing that, that they've got to block out, and it's the one thing that a lot of young receivers are going to do. Um, so, you know, don't, don't be too hard on him. But I think he's going to figure that out. Um, but everybody else played pretty tight. Now, you know, it was still not a, a lot of targets for everybody. I think really Sky Moore, outside Rice, had three targets for, what, was it 34, 24 yards? I mean, um, it wasn't a lot. I mean, it was still most of the balls going to the tight ends and some to the running back. So, you know, as far as getting a lot of production from that receiver room, I mean, you take out Rice, and, and there wasn't a lot of meat on that bone. Um, Justin Watson does get into the end zone, but it was at least a little bit more even distribution. You know, Justin, it wasn't a Justin Watson night like it was on Monday night, which I think is an example of when the offense kind of gets away from them a little bit. But this was, a, to me, it was exactly what the Chiefs have to do. I mean, they do not have a receiver room that's built right now to play the long ball, and that's what they've been doing, trying to do a lot this season. Uh, you know, Mahomes' passer rating – when throwing downfield is uh, abysmal this year, especially compared to his past. And I'll blame that Mahomes on that. I mean, I think it's just the state of the, the receiver room right now. But how do you beat the zone coverages that they're getting? How do you move the football in those situations? I mean, you take what the defense gives you. And this was the first time that I felt like that the Chiefs had done that probably in at least a month, at least since the Chargers game, that they really did a good job of just taking what they were being given, you know, moving the football in chunks, and and sometimes it benefited them because that like that throw to Rasheed Rice that was just Mahomes trying to 
to throw underneath and get a chunk yard, chunk play to maybe get a first down. And instead, Rasheed Rice takes it into the end zone. I mean, that, that's he's the kind of player that can do that, but. You know, that's how you're going to move the football right now. It's not going to be with 55-yard bombs. It's it's going to be with throwing the ball underneath and just trying to find the soft spots in the zone and taking what is available to you. Matt Derrick from Chiefs Digest is our guest. Chiefs won 31-17 after being down 14 nothing. Before we talk about the defense, let's do hit on Isaiah Pacheco. Uh, you heard Andy Reid, you know, he said there's some tough yards. Nothing easy about what he did today. Very physical game, running the ball and catching the ball. There was no Jarek McKinnon to make those third-down catches. Pacheco had a really all-around good day, got in the end zone a couple of times. It's still some great development from him. Yeah, it's probably one of those rare days when a running back is going to, what, have 55 yards and average 3.7 yards per carry, and you're going to say he had a good game. Um, Some of it was, you know, he had a lot of carries in some short yardage situations for sure, but the Raiders, I mean, for whatever reason, were really selling out against the run. They wanted to make sure that the Chiefs never got that thing established. And did a good job of, you know, at least bottling it up. But, but Pacheco is not going to be tonight. I mean, he is one of those guys. He is one of the toughest running backs in the league to stuff at the line of scrimmage. And then he showed that today. I mean, he seems to always be able to get contact, you know, guards after contact. And, and he always seems to find a way to at least fall forward back to the line of scrimmage or even for a yard or two. So, yeah, those, those were tough yards today. I mean, he earned every single one of them. I wouldn't be surprised if he had more yards after contact than he had actual rushing yards today because it seemed like the Raiders were, were getting him to him early. Um, but he he got it done. And, I mean, and two short yardage touchdowns, those were big. Yeah, absolutely big. Matt Derrick's our guest. Let's talk a little defense. No turnovers. I thought there'd be a turnover out there with this Raiders team, but they did not get any turnovers. They gave up the 63-yard run to Josh Jacobs, who ended up with 20 carries for 110. You can't take it away. This isn't Greg Robinson. We can go, oh, yeah, we do without the big plays, but did a really nice job. But you know what? He kind of pretty did a pretty good job on Josh Jacobs without the 63-yard run. You take that away, you're talking about 40-some yards on 19 carries. That's a pretty good day work against Josh Jacobs. And they stopped him when it mattered in the second half when they were trying to go for fourth downs and things like that. Um, overall, what are your thoughts about how the defense played today against this Raiders team? Yeah, you know, it, it was a great response to the defense after the first couple of drives when, you know, it, it really, I mean, the Raiders could, should have been up 17 to nothing. They could have been up 21 to nothing after three drives. And after that, this defense really buckled down, and, and the second half was impressive. Second half, think about this. Devontae Adams, no targets. Legereus Sneed even completely took him out of the game after, you know, getting maybe a few chunk plays in the first half just absolutely shut him down in the second half. And Josh Jacobs, after who carved him up in the first half, eight carries, 16 yards. So the two biggest names in the Raiders' offense went for 16 yards in the second half. And that's how this defense got it done. I mean, you know, it's, it's, it's okay. You know, you're going to give up some plays. You're going to have some points and some yards. But you're right. I mean, you take out that one play, and honestly, you know, does, does Nick Bolton give up that play? Maybe not, because, you know, that, that's kind of a play where, you know, Drew Tranquil kind of got caught in the wash a little bit. Um, you know, hey, if, if Brian Cook is on the back end of that play instead of Mike Edwards, that's just a, sub, you know, a substitution situation. I mean, Brian Cook probably gets him on the ground, and maybe they stop the Raiders there, maybe not. But, you know, that one play is the difference between this being a 31-10 game and, a, and just a relatively chief role. And being the game that it was, where you felt like it was at least, you know, in contention most of the way through the game. But that second half performance to hold those two guys 
to 16 yards, that's that's indicative of just how good this defense is. Yeah, especially after what you saw in the first half from them, because they obviously had a very good game plan coming out, and it worked well. But the Chiefs, listen, there's a 60-minute games. you got to adjust. you got to make plays. You have to figure out different ways to attack it, and they did that. A couple of good blitzes. Again, Trent McDuffie got the, the, the pass broken up, the knockdown. George Karloftis ended up with a sack in the game, and I thought it was a really big play when the Raiders had to go for the fourth down. And Chris Jones was three and a half, four yards deep in the in the backfield, and Drew Tranquil helped clean that one up. So they they made the plays when they had to. They did, and you know that's that's what this defense has, has done for the most part. I mean, they have been dominant at times, but a big reason why is just that they they make big plays at big moments. And the first half. I mean, it was not what we were used to from the defense. They were getting beat on third down. They were they were giving up some chunk plays. Obviously, they gave up the big run. They were not strong in the red zone on a couple of – they at least got the one stop in the red zone. But kind of got pushed around by the Raiders, especially in that first drive. But as the game progressed, I mean, they, they found things out and, and quicker than we've seen in the past. I mean, sometimes we have seen um, the Chiefs defense, the ones that we're accustomed to in past years – Sometimes they figure things out, and but it just takes them a little while. Maybe it's in the third or fourth quarter. This team kind of fig- started figuring things out, at least after that third drive. They really started shutting things down. And and I, I don't think it was any effort. I mean, I think it was just simply that the, the Raiders were playing at a pretty high level. They had a really good game plan. Um, Aiden O'Connell probably had a handful of throws that were 50-50 balls that could have gone either way, and, and he was he was hitting on all of them. And maybe it was a little bit like Zach Wilson and the Jets earlier this season who took a lot of chances against the Chiefs' defense and just seemed like the ball was floating through. That felt a couple of times with O'Connell tonight. Um, had some balls that uh, got to his receivers, and I'm not quite sure how. Now, in the second half, that wasn't happening. So that's just a, a pretty good example of the, the Chiefs' defense really tightening things up. But to me, it's, it's, it's a coaching thing. I mean, you can really see it that, you know, this, this team and the way it's coached, not just Spags on down to the position coaches, it's, it's a really strong group. Yeah, absolutely. Matt Derrick from Chiefs Digest, thanks so much for the time, Matt. I know you're getting ready uh, to be on TV tonight with Sound Off. Do you have some hot Missouri Tiger takes, another 10-win season? Are you ready to go with your final uh, thoughts? I, I'm working on it, but, you know, I'm, I'm pretty pleased with how, how Tigers have come out. We're going to end up with a pretty good bowl game. We'll, we'll see who the opponent is and which one it's going to be. Hopefully I don't have to have, have any hot takes about somebody stealing our bowl game spot, Todd. But, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I think you'll be all right on that. See, and that stuff doesn't happen in the SEC. Or That's does right. it? I don't know. Who knows? Everything's on the up and up in the SEC. We'll see. Hey, the good news is it seems like right now, this instant, everyone has their grubby paws off of our local coaches here. A lot of things going on in the, the coaching portals, but it looks like I haven't seen Eli. I haven't seen Lance Leipold or Chris Kleiman with all these teams throwing money around right now. So that would be good news for the locals if everyone just kept, kept their uh, dirty piles of money off them right now because they're all doing well enough at their schools. Yeah, and you know, the nice thing is with Eli at Missouri, you know, I don't know what his dream job would be. I mean, I do fear that maybe it's like Arkansas. So Well, I mean, they, 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 you can't do that now. It's, it's no good. No, I mean, and they, and they committed to Sam Pittman for next year, so you know they can't have their grubby hands on him for a while. But I, I fear at some point Arkansas is going to come, you know, make a run at him, and and, and he is he is SEC through and through. So I can I can see maybe another SEC school trying to make a run at him sometime. But Missouri at this point has been ponying up the money, so 
Yeah, it's a good Kansas, one. Kansas, Kansas, Kansas State are going to have to continue to do the same thing, too. Yeah, well, every one of those guys got at least one raise in the past uh, 16 months. And I think Lance Leipold got three. So <laughs> that's how it goes. Yeah. Matt Derrick. Uh, what he's done has been earned. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> no doubt. No doubt. It's all been earned. Thanks so much. We'll check you out tonight on Sound Off on Channel 41. Sounds great. See you later, Todd. All right. That's Matt Derrick from Chiefs Digest. Chiefs win 31-17. We'll hear from the quarterback, Patrick Mahomes, when we come back. I think we're going to hear from Chris Jones and Rasheed Rice as well. We've already heard from the touchdown scorer, Isaiah Pacheco. We've got that all coming right here on Sports Radio 810. It's Pacheco. He gets it off to James. The free foot in Pinpoint throw Mahomes, first and goal Chiefs. Well, watch, you're going to get the pitch here, then you get the, the reverse here, and then all of a sudden the pitch back to Mahomes. Marquez Valdez scaling has taken the deep post, but then it's Kelsey that works his way up the sideline, and we get the ball down inside the 10. Give them the green light. That's the green light. Play the game. Brought to you by Green Light Dispensary. Outstanding customer service, superior product, and continuously voted Missouri's best. Open from 10 a.m. to 8 p.m. Seven days a week. Find a location near you today at greenlightdispensary.com. Means you've got 30 minutes to get the green light because it's 7:30. You got a half hour to get there. Even on a Sunday, that was a fun play. Kind of got the little green light. You know, have the flea flicker, do something. Kind of got the Chiefs going a little bit there. A couple of passes to Kelsey in a row. Those were big plays for sure for them. Chiefs win 31-17. Let me give you a couple of the scores around the league. The Eagles-Bills game was thrilling. Went overtime. Eagles win 37-34. 59-yard field goal at the end of regulation. And then a touchdown run by Jalen Hurts to win the game after Buffalo had to settle for a field goal. The Broncos won again today. That's 29-12 on that one. A very fun game, Jacksonville and Houston. Houston kept fighting and fighting and fighting. Jacksonville held them off at Houston, kind of take control of the division down in the south. Had Houston won, they would have been tied with them. Um, I did see Tyron Matthew, old friend alert, got two interceptions or one fumble recovery interception. He got two turnovers in a losing effort for New Orleans as they lost to the Falcons 24-15. Colts beat the Bucks 27-20. Uh, if you even on red zone, I didn't want to watch two seconds of this game. The Giants and Patriots. I saw a stat ten uh, seven Patriots beat the Giants. I saw a stat. This is the first time in Bill Belichick's career that he faced the worst offense in the league and lost. He was twelve and zero before that. It's probably like really over in New England, and I don't feel that bad about it. Rams won thirty seven fourteen on the road. Against the Cardinals and uh, Carolina, eh, they tried for a second. Titans won 17-10. And another stinker of a game. Somehow the Steelers are 7-4. They beat the Browns, or the Bengals, 16-10. And right now, Sunday Night Football, which we will get you to um, this evening for sure right here on Sports Radio 810. It's nothing, nothing. The Chargers are hosting the Ravens. Let's hear from the quarterback, Patrick Mahomes. 298 yards, two touchdowns today. And on the clean day here. You know, they, they didn't have the turnovers, they didn't have as many drops, the penalties weren't as bad, and uh, hear kind of what his, his thoughts were after the game today. Yeah, I think it was just, we, we executed better. I mean, you, you said it, um, we, we've, we've shown that we can move the ball, um, but penalties and, and drops and me not getting to the right guy at the right time, 
Um, if you look at the first drive, I mean, I, I go to Jay White, but they drop Kells from a cover zero pressure. I might have been the second, the second drive. Um, and so it's just like little things like that. It's kind of stalled some of our drives, but we got, we got to it. Kind of went back to the fundamentals this week, and uh, we kept pressing and pushing, and we're going to try to keep going the rest of the, the season. Yeah, I mean, you just have to bounce back. I mean, when you have a short week and you're playing a, a team like the Raiders, you know, always plays you tough. Um, you have to you have to bounce right back. You wash it, you learn from it, and then you kind of just go back to the fundamentals and working. Um, and so we still have stuff to learn from this game. I mean, there's, there were certain situations where we didn't execute at a high enough level, um, but we obviously took a step in the positive direction. Now let's just continue to do that throughout the rest of the season. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, um, they got up on us quick, 14-0, and um, we knew our defense would do a good job of, of maintaining and get, keeping us around, but we needed to get that drive, I think that first one especially, <clears throat> after having like seven plays in the first quarter. So it, it's uh, it was big on us to just really get back to the fundamentals, take the short stuff when it's not there, hit the checkdowns, um, and then uh, try to hit, utilize and hit the deep ones when they are there. So uh, it, was, uh, it was big for us to get that first touchdown drive, and it kind of got the momentum back in our favor. There's Patrick Mahomes talking to the media after the game. Uh, Raiders lose to the Chiefs. Chiefs win 31-17. Mahomes had a very crisp day. Wasn't pretty early, but in the end, you look at the numbers, really good. You know, completed like almost 70% of his passes, threw a couple of touchdowns. Really threw three touchdowns. I think they should have reviewed the play where Pacheco stretched the ball across the line. They scored the next play. didn't really matter. But if you're a stat boy, he didn't get the stat. If you're someone who had Patrick Mahomes over under two and a half, Touchdowns, you're not happy about that one. If you're a fantasy football player, one of them a home's touchdown, you're not happy about that one. Might be on my team. Maybe I got screwed out of a touchdown right there. I don't know. You probably did too, because I think many people around here have him on their team. More from Mahomes here. Rasheed Rice had a big day, over 100 yards, eight catches, and uh, Mahomes was asked how this kind of helps establish Rasheed Rice. I mean, he'll tell you. I mean, he, he'll, he'll tell you. And, it's, and for young dudes to do that, I mean, that that, uh, that speaks to the type of player that he is. I mean, he just wants to win. Um, he wants to go out there and he wants to win. And when I say that, he doesn't do it in a bad way. He just will, will say, hey, like, I, I'll, I'm going to be there. Like, I'm going to do what I need to do to get myself open. Um, and if you give me if you give me the chance and it comes to you, um, then I'm going to make something happen with it. And so that's that's the type of, type of guys you want. And I think we have a lot of guys like that on the team. Um, and obviously we've had a stretch – a few games where we haven't played at our level, um, but we're going to continue to work at it and keep winning football games and try to be our best at the end of the season. Yeah, I think it was um, kind of at the end of training camp, kind of OTA, kind of when you got to where he got comfortable within the offense. I mean, that, that's the biggest thing is it's a complex offense. It's hard for young guys to do it, um, and so we kind of limit their roles. Um, and as the season goes on, uh, we expand them more and more. Um, and uh, I think he's done a great job with it. Um, I mean, there's little things here and there that we have to continue to work on, but for the most part, he learns from his mistakes and, and gets better every single week. Patrick, you talked about uh, Travis getting double teamed. I think last week you got triple teamed. Mm-hmm. Uh, you guys did the, was it like a double, double reverse earlier. Yeah. Are you finding yourself having to figure out different ways to do it? <clears throat> Yeah, I think it's just when when you do get those right opportunities, you have to you have to capitalize on that. That's why I was so mad about the the first one that I, I spoke about earlier, where he got man coverage and one across the field, and I I had predetermined that they were going to double team him. They ended up dropping him, and so um, when you get those 
those man-to-man -man coverages or zone coverages when when he's out there, you got to give him those chances. He's gonna make plays happen. And so, um, I thought for the and I thought for the most part, guys around him made stuff happen whenever they did double team him, and that takes teams out of that. And that's when you can get the football back to him. And we'll have to continue to prove that teams are gonna continue to double him in big situations. Um, we're gonna continue to prove that other guys can make those big plays, and they'll take it out of that. And then we'll go back to Travis and kind of play uh, with that that median of how much we're gonna put him in there and how much we're gonna use him as a decoy, I guess. Patrick Mahomes there on the young players stepping up and, and taking those important catches because they they just really teams are not going to let Travis Kelsey catch like twelve balls a game. They're doing a much better job at kind of limiting him, and the other people need to step up. And today they did that. One of those guys was Rasheed Rice, who had a hundred yards, scored a touchdown, and today should go a long way in making him feel confident. Yeah, I mean, he, he I've, I've said it all year, he has the talent. I um, mean, and he works hard, and, he, and he, we just gave him, we're giving him more and more as the season goes on, and um, kind of the flow of the games, we've put him in more of a bigger role these last few weeks, but the flow of the game hasn't uh, dictated him getting the football, but you saw today uh, some of those coverages where they were doubling Trav, where he putting a lot of attention on Trav, he was able to make some stuff happen, and I like on that shallow cross, and so um, it's uh, he, he's a guy who wants it. I mean, I think that's the biggest thing. He has the talent. He wants to be great. Um, but it's going to take us to stay on top of it every single week. Um, and uh, he's going to be a great receiver at, at, in this league. What stands out to you the most? Yeah, I, I think um, I think we've we've only scratched the surface. Honestly, I think you see us hitting him kind of around the line of scrimmage. But I think you saw the one down the sideline. I think he can do some of the vertical threat stuff, and he has speed and he has burst. I mean, you can see when he has the football in his hand. So let's let's start start working him in and getting him more opportunities. It's hard when defenses play us like this. I mean, we've put some kind of deep crosses and stuff in um, where defenses are settling back and I can go underneath. But uh, I think he has a chance to be a, a great receiver in this league, and we're going to continue to push him to be that receiver every single week. I mean, he's at the top of the list. I mean, he's a, he's a dog, man. The fact that he played today, um, it speaks to who he is, um, not just because it was against us, because he wants to be out there for his teammates. Um, and that's the type of guys that you want on your team. And uh, I have a ton of respect for him. Obviously, people see the, us trash talking, but I think that's just the competitors that both of us are. Um, but uh, I know every single time I go up against him, he's going to give everything he has, and I'll do the same, and it's going to be a, a great battle to the end. Max Crosby did get a sack today, and he was on the injury report and didn't practice for a couple of days. So he really did gut it out to go in there and, uh, and play against the Chiefs and you know tried his best to go out there and help his team win. That's the kind of stuff you'd like to see. More from Patrick Mahomes here. When they finally got things going, when they scored a little bit, did anything kind of stand out to him about those drives when they got down in the, in the red zone? I think the the short pass I threw to Travis on second down um, was huge because that, that was a play that we were just trying to make it a third and short. Um, they had a good coverage. I got to Travis. He got upfield and got that first down on like second and ten after I missed Rasheed on just a little screen pass. And I think that kind of just jump-started us. And, that, and that's what I'm saying. When you get those opportunities to get him the football, it's not even the, like – that was an 11-yard play, 10-yard play, whatever it was, but it jump-started the, the whole entire offense. And so um, he's going to make an impact on the game, even if it's he's getting double-teamed, triple-teamed, whatever it is. Um, it's my job to find a ways to get him the football. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, no, he, he did a good job of getting the, the backer's blind spot. Um, he's always been really good at that. And then he kind of gets the guy where he kind of has to really go at it to try to get back into the right position. And I actually think I threw the ball just a little too short, and Travis did a good job of making me look good with the late hands. And so um, that's just that type, of, that type of chemistry that we've built. And, I mean, uh, whenever he's, he gets in those positions where he has one-on-one, you try to give him opportunities, and he makes good stuff happen. Yeah, um, it, it's we, we've been designing plays to get them down the field. It's just with the coverages that we've been getting and kind of how we've gotten the last few years. It, it, people have dropped and I've thrown it underneath. And I, but I do think he can he can take that step. He has the ability, and you saw. I mean, you saw it on that play. That, he was that was tight coverage. He made a big time catch, physical catch, stayed in bounds and stuff like that. And so it's not just go routes. I think he can get across the field. Um, obviously, y'all see the burst with the, with the football, but he has the speed to win downfield. And so um, we'll continue to expand his role. Um, it's uh, he's done a great job with with it so far um, in a complex offense. But I think as the season goes, he'll continue to have a bigger one. Patrick Mahomes talking about Rasheed Rice. He was the guy who got a lot of questions asked about him today because he had his best game as a pro. You know, scored a long touchdown, caught eight passes, was targeted ten times, had a bigger role in this game because they didn't have Kadarius Tony, they didn't have Jarek McKinnon, they didn't have McCole Hardman. I think honestly, they've got some quality guys on this team. If they got some of these guys who get more attention and more time and more reps and more snaps, that's kind of good. I don't think running around with 20 snaps is good enough to get get yourself into a rhythm. You need to get more. And Rasheed Rice looks like he got into a rhythm today for sure. One more here from Patrick Mahomes. Excited locker room out there. You know, they, they hadn't won because they lost to Philly last week. They had a bye week before that, so I think they were pretty excited about that. And another question here about how it was nice to score some points in the second half. Here's one more from Mahomes. Yeah, no, it was it was a it was a good day. Um, I still think we can be better. Um, there was um, plays here and there that we didn't execute at a high enough level, um, but we're playing. We're going to be going to Green Bay, playing in a, a great environment, which I'm really excited about against a, a team that's playing really good football right now, um, and the defense is playing really good. And so um, it'll be another great challenge for us. And how can we respond? How can we not have these highs and lows and continue to build throughout the rest of the season? Yeah, I think it's just all heart at the end of the day. Second, in the second half, it goes down to the, who wants it more. Um, there's, there's no, I mean, you can have play designs, but most, for the most part, you're off your script. You're kind of picking at plays here and there. Um, and Coach Reason put us in the best possible position, and Coach Nagy. But at the same time, at the end of the day, you've got to go out there and just want it. Um, and I thought the guys did a great job of that today. And even when stuff wasn't pretty, they made stuff happen. And then uh, when Coach put us in the right spots, uh, guys uh, caught the football, and and, made, and I made the right decisions. And so um, it's a uh, in the second half of football games, it's about who wants it and then, and how can you go out there and execute at a high enough level to win it. That's Patrick Mahomes. His conversation there is press conference brought to you by the Kansas City Acura Dealers. As a hometown team in Red marches through another epic year, visit the Kansas City area Acura Dealers and score jaw-dropping deals on new and pre-owned Acura models. Plus, get overpaid for your trade. Shop your Kansas City area Acura Dealers. the 
The Chiefs already had a lead at that point, but that was really the nail in the fence. I don't know. You do put nails in fences. That's your defensive play of the game brought to you by Slagle Fence. Kansas City's preferred fence company. Been serving Kansas City metro areas for over a decade, offering security and style. Call 816-863-6159 or go to slagelfence.com for your free estimate. It's a big play. Chris Jones, great penetration. Drew Tranquil back there cleaning it up. They ran Josh Jacobs there on a fourth and short, and that pretty much was a nail in the coffin. For the Raiders as they were trying to come back, Chiefs took over down there at, at a field goal at that point to go up 31. 31-17 was the final score there. Let's hear from Chris Jones, who was part of that play. Didn't get a sack tonight, but there was part of that defense that really did a great job in the second half. I think it was just more detail as a defense. First half, we, let a, we made some MEs, uh, mental errors, missed tackles, you know, which caused in some um, big yardage. We broke one out for, I think, 80-plus. And um, second half, we were able to make adjustments, hone in on our job, um, eliminate mental errors, and uh, wrap them up when we got them. Well, um, early, early in the game, they ran it, but they were in a jet sweep. And I actually called that. I then... I knew they wasn't going to run the, the quarterback draw or the quarterback power or the touch push. They ran the jet sweep. Then they came back, same formation, ran the dive, and I knew it was coming, and uh, I made a business decision. All right. <laughs> oh, to kill me for that. But, yeah, I made a business decision. It was 150-50. I guess we don't have to worry about what if it didn't go, right? Chris, how gratifying is it? Listen, man, um, you know, over the years, man, the offense has been so good, right? And we're so used to Pat Thorne scoring 30 points a game, Travis Adler having an 80 to 100 yards a game. And we've been so spoiled with that as a team, right? And it might not start it the way we wanted to start it, right? But I, as this offense continue to play, they're going to continue to get better. Young guys are going to continue to step up. And we're going to get back in that rhythm of Pat scoring 30. And we're just out there pass rush crazy. So we always had belief in those guys. Uh, it's not a thing where we lose belief in the offense and think that our offense can't score because they can clearly score at any moment in the game. It's just them finding their rhythm and getting it going. Chris, you guys are known for winning the next game well, I think a loss teaches you a lot of things, uh, more so just being disciplined, um, correcting mental errors, or most importantly, um, <laughs> makes you take accountability. Um, and I think that's what we do, especially after a loss. Um, but hopefully we don't have to go through that again. We can learn accountability and all of that after a win, so... Let's just uh, let's just stay winning, and we don't we can learn accountability and all of that. I'll go win. All right, thank you, thank you, guys. There's Chris Jones. Uh, he's always funny. Uh, you know, I think his when he was saying business decision, that wasn't like he was trying not to play hard. I think he made a guess on which hole to go to. That's what it sounded like to me there. But Jones is funny, and they did help uh, shut that team down in the second half and help the Chiefs. I mean, they were up fourteen nothing. 
They went 31-17. That's 31-3 to after that 14 nothing start. So that was a really good way for the Chiefs to finish that one. Give you an update here. 82nd minute. Houston is still up 1-0 over Kansas City in the Western Conference semifinal. We're going to take a break here. We come back. We might bring you the finish to that game as we continue on the Chiefs postgame show. 31-17 Chiefs win over the Raiders. First down and 10. Here comes Crosby. There goes Pacheco. Blocked by Tooney. Blocked by Humphrey. Did he get it? Yes, he did. No, down to the one. He's short. Pacheco to the one. In fact, inside the one. 14-yard catch and run. Sure looked like he scored to me. The Chiefs did not take the time to review it. Pacheco scored on the next play. But we're going to have that be the play of the game brought to you by the Central Bank of the Midwest. At Central Bank of the Midwest, every customer is a first-round draft pick. Central Bank of the Midwest, strong roots, endless possibilities, member FDIC. Chiefs win 31-17. We've got more Chiefs postgame coverage to go, but I do want to take you to the end of the Sporting KC game. They're down one nothing at Houston. It's the 89th minute of the game, so there's just a couple minutes left here. Let's keep you up to date here on that. We're going to send it down to Houston. This is Ali Trost and Jacob Peterson on the call as this game comes down to the wire. Tough finish there for Sporting KC down in Houston. Houston win one nothing. Franco Escobar scored in the first half. Sporting had several chances. You heard the Willie Agata one there. Right in the lower midsection for the Houston defender in, in the box. And saved that one out as they will move on. They'll play the winner of LAFC in Seattle. They'll play a little bit later tonight. Final whistle coming your way on ESPN Kansas City. So if you want to listen to that, Dave Borchard is here in the building. He's got the final whistle for you. Once again, sporting season ends. 1-0 at Houston. Great comeback in the second half of the year to make it through. Win their first playoff game at home in penalty kicks. Sweep St. Louis in their second playoff series, which was excellent to let St. Louis know they're new newcomers in this league. That was three weeks ago. <laughs> three weeks later, they had a playoff game on the road and didn't quite get it done down in Houston. But all in all, pretty good year after the rough start they had with all the injuries and everything with Peter Vermees and the guys. A lot of these guys coming back next year, much brighter year for them. But their season ends, and the next season starts in about two weeks. That's when they'll start training. It never seems to end with soccer. Tough loss there with the Houston Dynamo. We are listening to the Chiefs postgame right now. The Chiefs win 31-17. We're going to have a little bit more coming back for you. We'll hear from one of the offensive heroes of the game, Rasheed Rice, coming up next on the Chiefs postgame show on Sports Radio 810 WHB. It's a first and ten. Josh Jacobs. comes up, and then all of a sudden, you got all these defenders along the line of scrimmage, and nobody at the second level. Kevin Harlan and Trent Green on the call there. That is the ugly play of the game. Put the, the Chiefs down 14 nothing. Josh Jacobs with the 63-yarder. Brought to you by We by Ugly Houses. Owning a house can be a problem, an ugly problem. Repairs, taxes, mowing the yard. Let We Buy Ugly Houses be the solution. Call one 800 44 buyer or go to WeBuyUglyHouses.com. It was time to sell that ugly game right then at 14-0. 31-3 after that for the Chiefs as they win 31-17. One of the big reasons why is rookie wide receiver Rasheed Rice had a really nice day, over 100 yards, eight catches, and scored a touchdown after the game. He was one of the guys at the podium meeting with the media. 
Um, I feel like all that started with the preparation and practice, uh, just coming in and <clears throat> not getting tired of just kind of sharpening up our fundamentals. Rasheed, you're, you're basically memorable for all those plays. How do you also shake off when you do drop a ball and get right back to what you're able to do after that? Um, just understanding that I got to, you know, like I said, stay locked in on my fundamentals, but <clears throat> also understand that I have a great quarterback that is not going to be doubtful about throwing me the ball. So, Clear, to, clear that play and get ready for the next play because he's going to come back to me. I think, I'm not sure if it's one of the next plays the 39-yard touchdown. Can you just take us through that and, and reverse down the sideline? Uh, yeah. Um, I'm running across the field. Uh, I realized that it's a, they're in a man defense. Um, <clears throat> my objective was to get to the other side of the field and kind of right in front of uh, Pat's you know vision so that he could see me. Um, he just kind of put exactly where I needed for me to, you know, kind of run that 200-yard uh, meter dash. And then <laughs> at the end, I had MBS um, come make a great block for me to kind of cut in between him and get the uh, touchdown. Where do you feel you improved the most from, say, the start of opening nights now? I would say I improved the most on um, kind of understanding that <clears throat> it's like it's a full game and – uh, mistakes are going to happen throughout the, you know, I mean, we started at zero to 14 and we just kind of got to keep our head down and keep uh, fighting with that uh, no quit mentality. You feel like the coaches and Pat are showing more confidence in you now than maybe they would have earlier in the year? Uh, yeah, I think they're showing a, a lot more confidence in me, but I kind of feel like, like I said, that's starting in practice. Uh, it doesn't just start with me making big plays in the game. Uh, it starts with me running that shallow, the same shallow in practice, full speed, <clears throat> and giving a game rep, a game look, so that he can know he can trust me in game day. Rasheed, when we talked earlier uh, in the year, you said you wanted you know, to not have to be a robot out there and just be able to go out and play free. Do you feel like you're, you're at that point where you're just able to go out there and play? Yeah, I definitely feel like I'm, I'm, I'm able to just go out there and have fun. Uh, I can honestly feel that just from, like I said, just the preparation and practice and just uh, like Saturday when we're, we're uh, wherever we're going to go for the game, I'm just kind of a lot more relaxed. Obviously, I'm still in the playbook, right. but it's not like I'm just so keyed on, on a certain place so I wouldn't mess up a specific play. I just kind of i am getting a good feel for it, and it's all getting comfortable for me. Yeah, 100%. Um, I knew that just getting drafted by the Chiefs, um, I had a great quarterback that obviously they didn't pick me up just to be a part of the team. They wanted me to contribute. And then, I mean, I mean that's really it. I, I just came in with the right mentality, ready to work. Same mentality that uh, the mood, same mood that we've been having, you know, the beginning of the season until now. Uh, it's always next man up. <clears throat> we didn't know those guys were going to be down. Uh, everything happens last minute, and you just got to be ready to, you know, take advantage of every opportunity. Last one by Rashida, the ball can call on the sideline. Can you describe that? Because that looked like a pretty high degree of difficulty catch. Um, uh, I just kind of ran like a stutter at eight yards and kept it vertical. Um, Pat let me know that regardless if he if the DB was trying to you know collision me or not just drive downfield he was gonna put it up there and I just wanted him to really throw that ball because in college I was really good and known for those plays so I just wanted him to understand he could trust me when it comes to that time throw those balls. All right.
Thank you. That's Rasheed Rice. Best day as a pro for him. Touchdown, over 100 yards, eight catches. And I think the trust is growing. It is growing. A lot of drops last week, and it wasn't just one person. I mean, there were drops everywhere. Travis Kelsey dropped the ball. MBS dropped the ball. Justin Watson dropped the ball. A lot of drops last week. Less this week. The trust is growing with these young players. I do think there's the silver lining on these folks, you know, not being available today, like Kadarius Toney and, uh, you know, McCole Hardman is maybe a few more snaps for these guys. Get out there a little bit more. Get yourself more into the flow of the game. Certainly worked pretty well for Rasheed Rice. 31-17 win. I'm Todd Lebo in for Josh Briscoe. He's on vacation. We've got a little bit more to go here. And then tomorrow, I'll be back here tomorrow because Nate Bucati was calling the sporting soccer game. So I'll be back here tomorrow with Stephen at 6 a.m. So we're not going to take this thing real long. But we've got a little bit more for you before we turn you over to Monday Night Football. Overall, pretty good day for the Chiefs in the AFC, as it were. The Browns lost. I know that seems like, really, you worried about the Browns? Well, you know, they, they were 7-3. and three. The Browns lost. The Ravens are in a fight right now with the Chargers on Sunday Night Football. Listen, don't hold your breath. We know this. Chargers probably aren't going to win this game. Maybe, maybe they will. I don't know, but we can't count on them to do that. Would have been nice maybe if Houston would have knocked off Jacksonville, but the Chiefs have already beaten them. They got the tiebreaker over them, so that's just fine. If It'd be a nice thing if, like I said, if the Chargers were able to beat the Ravens to give them their fourth loss. Um, we'll see. Miami already won on Black Friday. They are 9-3 and three as well. Let's hear from Andy Reid. He is brought to you by Robert Brogdon's Olathe Buick GMC and Olathe Kia. Brought to you, and, and they are wonderful people. They've got the 30-day worry-free money-back guarantee on new vehicles. When you buy from Brogdon, you can check them out in person at I-35 in Santa Fe or online at Robert Brogdon Automotive. It's, it's robertbrogdon.com. Or you can also go to brogdonautomotive.com. Either one of them work. Better yet, just go out and see my friends out there. Paul's out there. Sebastian's out there. Phil, the big boss man's out there. Just go by and say hello. Check out their cars. We were just out there on Wednesday before the Thanksgiving holiday. Let's check out here a little bit of Andy Reid as he talked about what they got done in this game and how things are, the injuries and all that stuff with his opening statement. All right. Um, we have a couple injuries, but nothing too serious right now. So Sky Moore uh, tweaked his left knee. Um, Donovan Smith uh, came out for a little bit just with, with a stinger. And then um, Trey Smith just uh, hurt his foot at the right at the end there but he all of them should be okay um appreciate our fans and the support that they gave us today they were they were great and uh, we feel you um and then congratulations to the team for um going we, you know we went down 14 points it's a tough thing to come back on that but our guys battled back and i'm proud of them for that uh defensively we ended up uh, shutting him down for for three yards, or excuse me, for three points at the um, in the second half. And offensively, we were able to get some points on the board. So um, those are all positives. Uh, Rasheed Rice had a nice day with the eight receptions for over 100 yards. Uh, Pacheco, uh, those are the toughest 55 yards I've ever. Been around. He had 15 carries there, but he ran really hard. Kelsey was just under 100 yards, um, and just continues to, you know, be amazing at his age. And then Pat with a had a beautiful day um, as it went on with uh, 298 yards uh, thrown. So a couple TDs, no turnovers. And then, like I said, defensively, our guys uh, just 
kind of put the hammer down when needed. Uh, started off a little bit slow, and uh, guys just started making plays and and really worked through their fundamentals. Again, compliments to the coaches for the job that they did. It's a, it's a tough thing to do to, to win a game like this uh, after a big Monday night game and then Thanksgiving. You know, you get that trip to fat hangover, so you got to work through that. There's Andy Reid talking to the media, brought to you by Westlake Commercial, a division of Westlake Ace Hardware. It's your local business-to-business supply partner, their commercial team, dedicated business-to-business website, credit terms, and convenience store locations make it easy. Visit your local Westlake Ace Hardware store or westlakehardware.com slash commercial today. I didn't use the commercial side, but you know what? I was at Westlake twice on Black Friday in the morning and then went back in the afternoon. There you go. I'm not just saying this right here. I'm a customer as well. All right, Chiefs got the big win today, 31-17. We're done here tonight in the postgame show. We're going to get you to we're going to get you to before halftime of the Chargers and Ravens. Ravens are up seven to three right now over the Chargers. Good finish coming up here. If the Ravens lose, if I mean, are we Charger fans today? I guess get the Ravens a loss if you're looking for home field advantage and all that. I know this about four o'clock today. Wasn't anyone on my text string looking at home field advantage, Dylan? They were all looking at what's wrong with this team. They can't do anything right. Listen, down 14 nothing. they come back and win 31-17. We heard from Patrick Mahomes, Andy Reid, Rasheed Rice, Isaiah Pacheco. We gave you the Sporting KC, one nothing loss, final there to Houston. The final whistle's going on the other side on fifteen ten. And Matt Derrick was on, brought to you by Cap One Lending. Freedom Loan at Cap One Lending is an exclusive loan that helps pay off your home in less than half the time, gives you access to your home's equity without having to refinance. Go to CapOneLending.com. So we did talk to Matt Derrick as well. So, listen, the big overall picture of this game is you play in the National Football League, you're on the road in the division, even though the Chiefs have always seemed to win these games, cherish them all. They won the game. They had lost at home to Philadelphia in a game that they had poured a lot into coming off that bye week. And the Eagles came to town, and they won the game. The Chiefs had to go short week, travel, Thanksgiving, the whole nine yards. They went out there, and they were down 14 to nothing. They came back, and they won 31-17. This is something to build on for the young wide receivers. They're going to be on Sunday Night Football next week against the Packers. We'll see if they can be ready for that big stage. I'm going to go home and go to bed. Dylan's going to do the same because we're both back here tomorrow. I'll be on here with Stephen St. John at 6 a.m. Dylan will be back running the zone at 10 a.m. Chiefs win 31-17. Sunday Night Football is coming your way right here on Sports Radio 810.